and welcome back to another episode of the Business is Pleasure podcast with myself, Jonelle George Francis. I am the why are you looking at me like that? I am the co-owner of the Clarendon Trading Company, and I'm here with my side, my main, my specialty dish, Colette Monique Leibert. She's also the co-owner slash co-founder of the Clarendon Trading Company. And if you guys don't know what we do, this is your first time tuning in. We source and distribute vintage, high-end streetwear and used clothing, and we source and distribute it globally. And what this segment is, it's business pleasure. This is where we take about 25 minutes to review our week and also just discuss um, up and coming things and also just hints, just hits, just bits and pieces of our relationship as well too, right? So the way we always start the show is, babe, how was your week? Well, I guess like two weeks, cause like you didn't do one last week. So how was your last two weeks? Um, my week was good. Really tired. What? Let me hear it. Um, I don't know. I'm just tired. Like you're working hard. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm just really tired. Okay, go into detail. Let me hear it. I just like all this work, like so many jobs, like I'm just really tired and yeah, it's cool. Like I like being like busy and stuff and like doing the stuff that I like, which is cool, but I'm just really tired. I'm not complaining, but I just want to sleep. Okay. So like your average week, like what does it entail exactly? Like what are you doing? What makes you have, what has you like running around? Well, so like I have everything? two jobs and like the business. So like if I'm not at one job, I'm at another job. And I also do, like I have my own personal business aside from Clarendon Co. Which she didn't want me to join, guys. That's one thing you guys don't even know about. One time I asked her, I was like, oh, can I be a partner in your business? She's like, oh, well, this is just my thing. <laughs> but go ahead. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I had that. And like this week, I was just like preparing for that because I had like a training session that I had to do. So I had that. And then, so yeah, it's basically every day I'm just doing something. Which is cool, like I'm really grateful for like all the opportunities and stuff, but like I just really want a really good night's sleep. So that's all I want. Um, and I think like well, at least like three times a week you're able to get that sleep. But then there are some days where it's just like so much going on at once that it like doesn't allow you to get as much sleep as you'd like. No, but it's like the last sleep. like the last couple of weeks, like on the weekends we've had events. Mm-hmm. So the weekends like Saturdays is really my only day off. The past two weekends in a row, we've had events on a Saturday. So you're not really off. Yeah, so we've had events on a Saturday, and then I don't know. Like I hate like wasting time. So whenever I do sleep in, I always usually end up feeling guilty. But like I kind of just need to get over that because like I need sleep. So like yeah, and like I'm not health over wealth. You know what I mean? Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you don't want to run yourself down where you can't even function well. Because what's the point of like? getting only three hours of sleep and working like a 16 hour day. Yeah. Like how efficient are you really? It's pointless, right? So I need to just like figure myself out. And also like, also with that new job that you have as like a professor, it's kind of hard. (laughs) I had to say that, I had to say it. It's like, you're kind of like just figuring it out now because you've been at this job for like a month and a half now so you're not going to get it right away right so like working with students working through schedule and everything I'm sure next semester you're going to realize hey like I don't need to like answer this much emails because I remember like when I was in college teachers would diss like it was like a stupid question like they're not even replying like I feel like with you you answer every single email right yeah you read every single one because like I know what it feels like to be a student especially when you're in first year and you don't know what the hell you're doing 
and you're like lost. So if you have a question, I don't just want to ignore them. Like I can at least like take the thirty seconds to be like, no, thank you. Like you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. Like yeah, maybe over time I might be like, okay, this is just too much. But I don't know. I just feel like I owe it to them to at least respond. Yeah, for sure. But I think it becomes an issue when that starts affecting like your personal life and your other work life as well. Too, yeah, right? but like I feel like responding to emails is like the least of the things that's making me tired. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, it's a combination of a lot of different things. Yeah, for sure. But like we said, like you know, like our best method is always trial and error. So I think over time, like you know, like the more you keep trying this, you figure out like what the best system is for you and everything too, right? Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out eventually. Yeah. I don't really have a choice. So. If you don't, like, you better move out. <laughs> you better move out. <laughs> a lot. A lot. Um, but it's kind of interesting, though, because um, since I've quit my job, and now that I've slowly been doing Clarendon Co. full-time, I've actually felt, like, so much better, so much more at ease, because, like, I've actually figured out something that I'm really, like, passionate about, I find some purpose with. Like, you know, I used to love my old job in the insurance industry. Mm-hmm. Well, not love. I, I enjoyed the opportunities that came along with it. Mm-hmm. But now with Clarendon Co., it's more so, like, I feel as if this is what I'm supposed to be doing. You know what I mean? I feel as if, like, I'm supposed to be, like, finding the f- coolest pieces for people and, like, helping people, like, build their wardrobe, helping people understand their personal sense of style. Making my people wardrobe, laugh. you got me this. Like, like, right? You know what I mean? So, like, it's always trying to, like, bring value to people one way or another. And it's kind of crazy because you and I have had this conversation before where where we've come from like a Caribbean background and our parents literally only had three types of jobs, like a doctor, lawyer, or maybe an accountant, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know? And then like now I feel as if we're at a point of our lives where like we're making our own career decisions yeah. and we're more so focused on things that make us money while making us happy as well too, you know? Mm-hmm. So like that transition for me I think has been like joyful but of course there's a lot of uncertainty because like when you're running a business there's no stability that comes with it no, not so. you know what i mean if i break my foot tomorrow and i can't work like that's unfortunate yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah but like i think there's also an upside right because like it's such a high risk that we're willing to take together that reward is so 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 high as well too you know and like i don't know sometimes you just gotta take chances because like i'd hate for either of us to wake up one day and be like oh like what would have happened if you would have you know tried to do this a little bit more full time or like worked on this a little bit more done this a little bit more it's like we're doing the more right now and like obviously that's going to come with like a lot of sacrifices which we've already made as well as like a lot of sacrifices in reference to like sleep and like doing things that like are just fun and like relaxing or hanging out like I can't remember the last time me and you just like sat down and watched a whole movie last week like last like two days ago when? Saturday and Sunday yeah but we came back from Ottawa but we're always doing something in the background like we're always like posting or like doing something else like I can't remember the last time I fully sat down and watched but, but you know what I'm okay though like I'm okay with not having that though you know what I mean that's what I'm saying I'm talking about sacrifices like yeah, were you not no, listening no I'm, I'm just saying like I'm like continuing on what you're saying oh, okay. I'm, I'm okay with that like you know what I mean I'm okay with the fact that like hey like yeah we'll be watching a movie I'll be hanging out but we'll have to respond to an email or like we'll have to like message someone, you know? Because like, as, as a whole, for me, like running a business full-time or like being fully submerged in the business, the idea is still new, you know? It hasn't like been tainted as yet, where it's like, oh my God, like I never have time for like my personal life. I never have time for this or whatever, you know what I mean? And like, I feel like we've made a commitment to like our finances and we've said like, we're gonna be sacrificing a lot of things and unfortunately it's gonna be to the detriment of maybe of our friendships, maybe of our personal time, you know? 
maybe our relationship it's entitled, but like we both are kind of like on a similar path where we know that like the end goal is more important and more valuable than what we are currently, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, we gotta still try, right? So that's, that's what the whole thing is too, so. Sometimes it's, you gotta sacrifice something. You gotta sacrifice something. You know what I mean? Um, but speaking of one thing that we don't have to sacrifice is when we go to a good event and we don't have to sacrifice our time. So we went to one of our favorite events again, guys, which was the 613 Flea. This one wasn't as successful as the other ones. And it, look at you, you're sleepy, eh? That's where, that's where you find time to sleep. During the podcast? <laughs> so um, this one wasn't as successful as it was before. But what, we've, what we talked about previously was like, going to events necessarily isn't always about getting a lot of sales. It's more about like branding, creating content, getting new leads. Most importantly, like just meeting new people and getting the name of the company out there and everything. Yeah, and you also have to do kind of like a trial and error, like, period to determine what, like, time of year, which events were the best for you. Like, this was our, probably our first event over a long weekend. Yes. And, like, it's pretty fair to say that at least in cities like, you know, Ottawa or, like, any city where, like, the major thing there is, like, a college or university... Well, like, okay, I shouldn't say that because, like, Ottawa is technically the, the capital of Canada, but, like, no one cares about Ottawa like that. No offense, guys. You're cool. No, no offense. It's a really beautiful city, but, like... Great people. Great people, but, no but like... But, like, it's not... It's not like Toronto where, like, if it's a long weekend, that would be, like, the best time for an event, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, basically, we found that in our case for, like, our demographic, because our demographic is mainly, like, younger people, like, students, stuff like that, people who may go to, like... The university there or the colleges there because a lot of them were like away visiting their families and stuff for the long weekend we saw like a little bit of a decrease in sales whereas like if that was say an event in toronto where like yeah toronto has like a bunch of universities but it's not just like, you know, by that. yeah it's not just like stimulated by that like there's a lot of people in toronto in general and a lot of people do things during the long weekend so I don't know, it would have been different if say it was somewhere like Toronto, but I think that's something that going forward we just kinda have to keep in mind. Like if we're ever gonna do another event on a long weekend. Just, it has to be something that's really big and popular. And it has to be a location that's very big and popular. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. And it's kinda crazy because like when you're running the business you kind of just go in on a whim and you're like, Hey, like, let's just try this event, you know? And then you kind of figure out what's working and what's not. And within doing so you realize like we kinda really have to break it down. It's like what time of year is it? product should be is our demographic gonna be there yeah and like is it an is it an event that's even worth going to you know and also like with that being said i'm actually i literally just thought of this but i'm really grateful for like how far we've come because like even a couple of years ago like we couldn't afford to just like try out an event try out of an event here travel here fly there and see if it worked or not like we literally had to be like so strict with like the events that we picked so certain that it was going to work because like we didn't have any like flexibility or leeway now at least like when we now that we do have a somewhat of some flexibility it's like kind of nice and fulfilling to be like yeah like we could take a chance to take an event we'll like hope and like do our best to make sure that it goes successful but if it's not like a crazy blow out of the water then like it's not the end of the world either you know but i I think that's what one of the craziest and like unfortunate things when it comes to like starting a new business or when you are a new business 
it's because like you really don't have the income to test things, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like with us, we kind of had to, like what you were saying, like we had to be certain with everything, you know? So now that we're at a point where we can actually do that, we can't, we also have to keep in mind we should never stop doing that. We should never stop trying and innovating, you know? Yeah. Because like that's how we're going to grow as a, as a company. And that's how we're really going to just like figure out what's working and what's not working. So I think if, if we ever come to a point where we remain static, that's when the company is really going to start falling down. And then that's where we're going to be hindered as a whole, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think that's great. And like, even with thinking that, I remember like our first budgets for events like 50 bucks, 60 yeah. bucks. Like, the event was more than like 30 bucks. We're not going. Like, you, yeah. know what I, like, you know what I mean? <laughs> but now we're like doing like like two-day events that are like $200 a day. Like, you know what I mean? We're doing events that are like $500 for one day. Yeah, like, you know what or I mean? Or we're doing an event, events where we have to travel that like just the travel expenses alone are almost like a grand. So like it's 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 cool and exciting because like we've built an infrastructure where it's allowed us to do those things. You know what I mean? And the only reason why we were able to was trial and error. Yeah, that and we cool. failed a lot of times. Oh my god! We've talked about it before. We've yeah. been to so many bad events. Oh my god! But that but like when you look back, they weren't bad events. They were just like lessons. They're like lessons for us. They weren't our demographic. Out. We didn't 100%. know. They, I'm sure they were great events for everyone who was selling candles and incense. But yeah, yeah, yeah. They weren't a good event for us. <laughs> no, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, but it's cool though because like I think now that like I'm doing this whole thing full time, it's it's interesting, man. It's it's really interesting because like sometimes like when you think about like living your dream, you think about like all these extra pieces that aren't necessarily needed, you know what I mean? Because like, I like, for instance, like when people are like, oh, I want to run a successful business, in the back of their minds, they'll be like, yeah, I want like the Jaguar, they'll be driven around town, then like you do interviews all over the place or whatever, you know what I mean? You have all these other ideas when it's just that like, to run a successful business, for me anyway, at this point in my life, just like sustainability, like is the business going to be able to last and continue going over the next year, over the next two years? And I think that's what's most important. It's like I've become like more practical in the idea of like what a successful business is. Because I'll see a bunch of people who like have businesses, but it's like they're not making any money. They're not able to put money back into the business. They're not able to grow the business. Yeah. You know. And for like for us, what we've always said was like if we're not making money, we're not running our own business. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I mean. So it's nice that like we've taken a leap of faith and like yo, we're gonna run this shit full time and we're gonna make it work. And I think we really have, for the most part, like, you know? Because, yeah. like, when we, like, if we were to break it down, right, and then look at all the, the changes that we we're willing to make, I think the first thing that you and I discussed was, like, if we want to make more money, there has to be more products available to our audience. Yeah. You know? So, like, we decided that instead of posting f- um, three to four times a day, we're only posting five to six times a day. Mm-hmm. And, like, just by that increase alone, we've upped our profits, we've upped our engagement and everything, you know? Yeah. So like, I think that's really important because before we started all this, we really sat down and, and was like, okay, what do we need to do so like the business continue growing and continue pushing forward? And then we figured out our marketing strategy. Yeah, and out of nowhere. No, it's funny. Like, we always had that in the back of our mind though. Yeah, we did. We always had it in the back of our mind. Mm-hmm. And like with us, like we we're always going to, oh, that's perfect. Like, no yeah. more people judge us. No more, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, but in reality, it's like, we just have to try and we just have to do it. You just have to do and like, you learn along the way. And like, anything that you put energy and invest your time into, like, it's going to pay off Mm -hmm. no matter what. So like, that's one thing that like, I try to keep in mind is like, as long as we're working towards something and we have like, a goal in mind, there's no reason why like, 
it wouldn't be successful or even turn into something else that's more successful, you know? Why do you think um, some people are so uncomfortable with the idea of, like, working along the way? Because it's uneasy. It's unsettling. Like, it's scary to put in all, like, this time and energy into something that you don't know, guarantee whether it's going to be successful or not. But, like, sorry to say, like, that's life. Like, anything could happen in a second, you know? Like, I could be here today and gone tomorrow. Same with you. So, like, you kind of have to work towards things with certainty that it's going to be successful regardless of what the circumstances will be. And have that certainty in yourself you know what i mean like not necessarily focus on like the situation at hand but focus on the fact that like no matter what if i put my energy and my efforts into something and if it's me doing it like it's going to be successful it may not be this it may be something else but at the end of the day like that end goal is going to come about as long as you put the time and energy in yo it's kind of crazy that you said that because it's unsettling it's so so much uncertainty and i remember talking to someone the other day and like I felt as if they just had like this misconception of business. Cause mm-hmm. they had been like, oh well, this business is a lot easier to do than this business. And I think like that's the biggest mistake anyone can make for them to think that one business, one industry is easier than any industry. Because if there was one industry that was the easiest, you don't you think like all the millionaires would be coming from that industry? Yeah. Don't you think that everyone would be in that industry? Don't you think like that industry would have the most job opportunities? And it's a case by case thing, like it literally depends on you, your personality, your resources, your thought process. Like, what can you use to benefit yourself or somebody else? Like, what can you create? Like, it depends on so many different things. Like, I can literally think of, like, a thousand businesses off the top of my head that are probably easier than what we're doing right now. But this is what we're doing, and I'm going to stick with it. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? Maybe if I get to the point where I'm like, okay, like, this isn't working or this isn't being as profitable as I thought it would be. Okay, let me take this model and apply it to something else or change into a different industry but I don't know there's always like an easier way but it's kind of like the old saying like if it isn't broken then why are you changing it you know so no, like, for right now this is what's working for us and continue with that you know no we have to like well we don't have to like we just give up and like oh fuck this like <laughs> I'm going to beach you know what I mean but <laughs> I wish uh, like you know what I mean but in reality it's like we've always said we want we've the reason why we wanted this business was like to bring value to people and also like to build up our ecosystem of people, you know what I mean? Whether that's our family, our friends, our children, the future and things like that, you know what I mean? So for me personally, I noticed that like the reason why I want to continue running this business is because like I want, I want, I essentially want my family to inherit this yeah. one day and for them to be like, for them to be able to eat off this and everything, you know? And that's important, you know what I mean? It's like the business should be bigger than us. And I think like we've constantly said to each other, it's like we have to work for more than what what's filling to us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. unborn children should be able to benefit off this one day and everything. And I think that's something that like really motivates me a lot of the times is like like I remember I heard this quote a really long time ago and it was like it was like your your dreams and your goals need to be on the edge of impossible. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like, I don't think that anything is impossible, but, like, they need to be on the edge of, like, inconceivable. And if they're so not... who the hell does she think she is? Yeah, and if they're not on the edge of inconceivable, then, like, you're not... Like, your goals aren't big enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because, like, you'd be surprised at, like, what your human mind can achieve if, like, you set that as a goal, you know? And, like, just when you said, like, 
you know, we're creating something for, like, our future generations and, like, our family and our kids and to bring, like, wealth to our community, like, I feel like that's the type of mindset that you have to have. Like, you can't think small. Like, you can't be like, yeah, like, I just want to make, you know, a couple thousand dollars more a year. Like, you need to think way bigger than you think you can use. Well, you can. Like, you know what I mean? For some people, that's fine for them. You know yeah. I mean? But for us, it's like, 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 we understand, like, the gravity of running this business and the potential where it has to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why not try to be ridiculous with our goals? Why not try to think as, like, far ahead into the future as much as we can, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think, like, we're kind of doing ourselves a disjustice by not doing that, if we weren't doing that, you know? Yeah. But I think it's important for you to, like, be, imag- be imaginative and, like, think outside the box as much as possible. Because, like, that shit motivates you, you know what I mean? That shit pushes you. That yeah, of course. Or makes you, And, like, like that's why better. I say, like, to me, like, I'm the type of person, like, I know I need to think more than what I think I can achieve. You know what I mean? Like, that's just what's what, what works for me. No, 100%. Um, so, over the next two and a half months or so, we have about seven to eight shows that are coming up. Yeah. And I think it's exciting because we had a goal that we wanted to reach in terms of our yearly revenue. And I think we're really, really close to it. You know what I mean? We're really, really close to it. So these next... Maybe. It's contagious. (laughs) So I think these next shows are like really pivotal and important. So it's like going into the next shows, right? What are some things you maybe like want to improve on, whether it be our products, whether it be our selling skills, whether it be our engagement skills? Well, I think our products are always getting better. We're always, like, searching and seeking, like, better items. So I don't necessarily think our products are too much of an issue because that's something that we're always developing, always pushing to be the best that we can be all the time. But I think one thing that we've already kind of cut out, which has made me a little bit sad, but um, we're doing a lot of solo events, which is, it makes sense in terms of cost. So, like, instead of buying two plane tickets or two bus tickets it's just one bus ticket which is like fairly substantial if you look at things overall instead of you know buying double the amount of food when you're on the road it's like half the amount of food like it's just like every little thing kind of adds up so i think like that's one of the ways that we really look to cut costs like still benefiting from doing an, an event but with just one of us not two people yeah yeah, yeah. almost definitely and like I think it's unfortunate, but like that's the reality of business, you know. We can't be like so romantic about it. Like, oh yeah, I get to travel with my day all the time. We're in business together, like globally. Da, 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 da. Like I love that idea, you know what I mean? Like we always said that we'd love to travel for business together, but when it comes to like actually growing the business now, something has to like be left behind. Yeah. Oh, unfortunately, too. it's me. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, it's Why you. Why did you say it like that? Why did you say like I don't that? know. It was like perfect timing. I'm so sorry. But no. But, so it, but, but 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 in all seriousness, though, it, it, it's like it's in the best interest of the company. You know what I mean? I know, but like I don't want to be left behind. Yeah. But we'll make sure, like at least like once a year, because you love New York, for instance. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe it's like a location that like you haven't been before. Yeah. We'll like make sure like we can both go together or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to make it work or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think overall, like yeah, you're right. I think in terms of our products. We kind of have, uh, we kind of have that down packed. Yeah, we kind of have that down packed in terms of our sales skills. That's okay for me. It's like other little things that I'd want to figure out, like how can we even get like cheaper shipping 
Yeah. Or, like, you know what I mean? or if there's any way to even get like cheaper pricing for shipping your business. Shipping can always be cheaper. If you're thinking oh. about opening a business, want to be a shipping company, please do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like dollar <laughs> shipping. Dollar <laughs> shipping. Could please. you imagine? Oh my god. Like, please, 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 do. please, please, please. Yeah, like I think like those are the type of things that it's really important to be like proactive about and like keep our eyes open for just different ways that we can save money. But I think for right now, we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Because like there's also like that fine balance between like finding ways to like cut back and save and then get to a point where it's starting to like actually be less profitable to do that you know what i mean like for we're losing customers yeah like we're losing customers like for example like we so i think we've talked about this before but like sh- shipping in canada is fairly expensive so there's this other um like carrier i guess called ascendia so they ship um internationally but you can also do shipping in canada through ascendia but the only issue with that is that their package takes like sometimes two weeks yeah. to get to them, which like isn't a lot of time, but to a customer who is like say in Ontario, they know we're in Ontario too. They probably purchased from us simply based on the fact that we were in Ontario and now they're waiting so much longer to receive their package. Like it's kind of unfair, even though like shipping's like literally like, what, like half the price? Yeah, yeah. That. sometimes more like the shipping's like substantially cheaper but in the long run like they're probably not going to purchase with us again because yeah, their package if we continue to do that right because their package took so long like stuff like that so we literally probably tried it out on like like one or two people and honestly we tried it out accidentally like we didn't actually mean to use that uh, carrier my bad bro my bad. <laughs> We did it accidentally, and in both circumstances, they were like, um, do you know when my package is coming? So, like, it's not something that, like, it'd be nice to save, like, an extra five, almost ten dollars on each, you know, shipping, but it's not worth it. the cost of the customer. It's not worth it. it. Yeah, it's not worth it. It's never worth it. Okay, perfect. So, is there any last words that you'd like to say? Anything that you want to review real quick? No, I want to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we're going to wrap it up, and then, um, Koth's going to take a nap. (laughs) all right guys until next time (laughs) until next time thank you so much for joining us if you guys have any questions or any comments or concerns please hit us up on instagram facebook or through our website until next time peace oh oh like and share so we know that you care okay peace